Hi, and welcome to We Can Be Real. I started this podcast because nothing makes me happier than connecting with people that I know and love and getting to share experiences and insights with people that I'm meeting here for the very first time. I'll share my own stories and invite guests to join me in conversations that will hopefully make us laugh, make us feel seen and understood, and will come away with more knowledge and information that can help us in one way or another. Here we go. Hi, and welcome to We Can Be Real. I've been giving a lot of thought to what I wanted to speak about next as a solo episode, and I know that it's important for me to share things that I've been through and things that I'm currently going through. So something that's come up for me, it's been coming up for a long time, but it seems to be louder right now is the loneliness that I'm feeling. And I wanted to talk about that because I think it's important for me. And I think that it may be helpful and important for other people that can feel the way that I'm feeling. This is not for people that are just widowed like I am or single. I know plenty of people that feel alone, even relationships. I know people that feel alone when they're in a room of full of people. So this, this is sadly something that a lot of people go through. And for me, I've not been alone. I was thinking about it today and I have really not been alone. Gary died three years ago, so it's been a bit But until that time, I was married at, moved in with my first husband at 24 years old, and I was with him for years, had children. So then in between even my divorce and Gary, I still lived with my children, and they were young, and I was busy with them. And then it was Gary and our children, and then it was the children left, and then Gary died. So this is really the first time other than you know, the last three years of, after my loss, but since I'm 24 years old, there was someone in the house. Now at 62, the quiet, you know, at first it was super, super painful. I didn't sleep. I walked around my apartment. I was changing pictures. I was moving things. I mean, literally all hours of the night, I couldn't sleep because he wasn't next to me. I didn't even remember how to sleep alone. So I got used to that after six months, eight months, a year. I don't even remember. It's a bit of a blur, but I got used to it. And then I started to appreciate the quiet. I started appreciating, this is so terrible. I don't have to ask, what do you want to watch tonight? I don't have to say, what do you want for dinner? There was less tumult in my home and there was less drama. It was just my world and I created a peaceful existence for myself. And that felt good for a while. And now it's three, a little, you know, a little over three years. And now the reality of the quiet is really difficult. And it's having breakfast alone, many days having lunch alone, dinner alone. And it's really getting hard. I was so triggered. A friend said to me the other day, what did you do last night? And I was almost nasty to her. And I said, well, what do I do every night? I I made eggs. I I didn't do much. And this is not, oh, let's have a pity party for me. I don't even have pity. I don't have pity parties for myself. But I'm acknowledging the fact that this really isn't fun. And I don't think people are meant to be alone forever or be, be lonely. Some people choose to live alone. That's terrific. 
whatever anyone does that makes them feel good, that's that's wonderful. And you should embrace whatever makes you happy and comfortable. But living life alone, whether you have a roommate, a husband, a, a partner, you can ha- you can live alone and not be lonely. So that's what I'm really working on is how I live this life, live alone and not be lonely. So I've been doing a couple of things that have really started to be helpful. I think the biggest thing that I've been doing lately is acknowledging it to myself first. And I'm telling people, I'm sharing with my friends that this is really getting to me. I'm talking about it. I don't have to be such a strong big shot that, oh, it's okay. And I'm embracing it. And sure, I'm I'm doing all of those things and I am strong, but I am sharing with everyone that I talk to, everyone that I talk to that I'm tired of being alone every night and I'm tired of not having anyone to talk to in the morning. And just sharing that with people has been good for me, good for my soul. And other people are saying, I get it. I know. Me too. And that's been extremely helpful to me. And just having a conversation around it, I am not hiding this feeling that I have. And I know that for me, that is helpful. And I know the conversations that I'm having with people, clearly it's helping them too. If you share that with someone, I do a lot of Zooms and I joined a networking organization, which I'll discuss in a few moments. Even strangers, people that I'm meeting for the first time on these Zoom calls, I'm sharing with some of these people that this is hard and it's lonely. And oftentimes they'll say back to me, oh, I know, maybe they're single as well, or maybe they're married and have gone through this, or they have a mother that's gone through this. Everyone knows someone that's lonely. Everyone has been lonely at times and sharing it has made it not as hard for me. I'm feeling it so I don't have to harbor the feelings. I'm letting them out. I'm looking within, within my own family. I have spent more time, and this is something, I'm sharing this because it's cathartic, obviously, but really I'm sharing it because I want to connect to my audience and maybe everyone listening, whoever listens, needs to hear this as well, and they may look within also. I have a family I'm connecting. I'm working on a relationship with one of my daughters. We we love each other. We're very close, but things in, in families. And instead of not being more connected, we're talking to a therapist together. How wonderful that that relationship, this wonderful relationship that we've always had, I'm going to share, you know, she's a, a wife and a mother and her priorities have shifted because of her family situation. I'm a little needier than I used to be. So instead of running from that, we're leaning in and have a third party helping us. And I feel great. And I'm sure she does too. And I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this. I don't think she will. She's a therapist. So she believes in in this and it's wonderful. And I encourage any of my friends that have older adult children, if things are different because they're married now and relationships have shifted, work within. So that's been great. Look at relationships with you have that you have with your own parents, with your own siblings. My brother and I, we haven't spent a holiday together in a while. And we just did Rosh Hashanah together. And Robert, my brother, who I hope is listening, and his wife, we had such a good time together. And it was wonderful. So I'm going to do that again the next holiday and, and more and more and more. 
So I am looking within my own family to connect and have deeper, more meaningful relationships and spend more time nurturing and cherishing the relationships in the family. I connected with my cousin, my cousin Joan. She says she's going to come on the podcast. We connected in a really deep, meaningful way. I was on a high for hours after that conversation. We had a FaceTime. It was amazing. Never FaceTimed with my older, wise cousin. And that was fantastic. So who do you have within your own family that you can lean into and grow that relationship, be more connected? It's probably available to you. So that's been great and exciting. And I I feel warm in my heart from just looking within my own family. My friendships, they're wonderful. I love my friendships. I'm leaning into those people, the existing friendships. I'm even hanging out with their kids. My my dear friend, Michelle, if you're listening, you live across the street. We now hang out with our daughters. My friend, Lauren and her daughter, my friend, Lisa and her daughter, all of us, Lori and her kids. It's not just my immediate. Now we're going next level. So look within your circle. Who do you have in your life that you can lean into and build on those relationships, even next generation? And that's terrific. I had a dinner, a lunch date with my mom, my friend's mom. There are things that we have within our reach that we sometimes take for granted. And I think that that's been super important. I talked about joining a networking group. I joined BNI. I used to be a member of it. And then Gary died and I stopped doing that. And I, I went back to that. It's Business Network International. I talk about it all the time. I have friends that make fun of me because I used to talk about it a lot and I'm talking about it again. It's a networking organization for like-minded professionals from all different fields. So I'm the only life coach in the group. There'll be someone that does web design, someone that does accounting, real estate attorneys, such a diverse group of people from all different ages, all different races, all different sexes, all of it, all different professions, obviously. And we meet and we talk and we develop relationships and having that experience. And I'm leaning in. I I spent six hours last week talking on Zoom with new people and sharing about all kinds of things, even the fact that I'm alone. So connecting to people and for you listeners, we love visitors at my, it's all on Zoom. So if you want to connect to people and want to come on as a visitor, here's a little plug for BNI. Please reach out to me and come. You may make some new connections. It may be good for business and for growth and for development. So reach out to me if you want to be a visitor of my group or join a group. Those things cost a little bit of money. So that's not for everybody, but you can join other groups that are free. Coming as a visitor, by the way, does not cost you anything. So come and check it out. But Facebook groups for like-minded people. If you like knitting, find a knitting group. If you like reading, start a book club. I did that when I lived in New Jersey and it was great and it grew and it grew. Started with, we just need really one person to say, hey, let's read this book and talk about it. And one person knows one person. These things are free and you can do that. So join something. I play pickleball. I talk about it all the time. I'm fairly obsessed. I love it. You can play in the park. It's so much fun. Play with someone else. Find something that you like to do and join something. Find a charity that you want to be part of. Give your time. 
force yourself, even if you're shy, force yourself, call me, reach out. We'll talk about what you can do to get brave enough to join an organization. Just show up once, even if you're afraid. It's so important. I'm leaning into work. That's been great for me. If you don't work and you don't have a job, find something within yourself. Find your creative side. We all have creativity. Take out a a sketchbook, draw something, start journaling. I'm going to be starting soon. I signed up for a meditation course, something that I've never done, but I'm really, I always say that my tombstone is going to say, God knows she tried. I'm really trying anything that I can to connect within myself, which is where the meditation comes in. If I'm lonely, maybe if I have a deeper relationship with myself, I'll feel less lonely and more connected to me. So that's something that you can do. You can listen to tapes. Those are free also. I know you can download all kinds of guided meditation that you can listen to and maybe just feeling connected. But I I know that tapping into your creativity, listening to music, taking a walk, talking to whoever you see, smile, chat, I'm smiling and chatting to anyone that I see because it's it's a connection. Eating with someone. Sometimes it's not financially prudent to go out for meals. I don't go out for all my lunches and all my dinners. It's unaffordable to me. So I go out a couple times a week. And for people that that's not even a possibility, invite someone over. I had a friend over the other day. She came with her salad. I had mine. We sat in my apartment. We talked for hours. It was wonderful. It didn't cost any money. And we were together and we connected. Eating with someone, eating all of your meals alone, it's not healthy. It's really, I have a friend that she said her mom used to always say, the fork's not talking back to me. And I always thought that was so great. Shout out to Shirley, Lisa, if you're listening. But I I love that. Sometimes I'll FaceTime. I'll say to a friend, a relative, hey, what are you doing at six o'clock? I'm going to have my dinner. Do you want to FaceTime while I have dinner? And that's really nice. Who wants to eat alone all the time? I mean, certainly not me. So that's something to do. Get a pet. Listen, again, I'm very aware of people, you know, different financial constraints. So if you can, get a rescue dog. Certainly costs money to feed the dog and take the dog to the vet. So this is not for everyone. But getting a dog. I've always had a dog. I don't have one now and I'm happy not to. I have grand dogs and I want the freedom of not having a dog, but that could be so wonderful for people. And if you don't have a dog, maybe you offer to, I walked my, my daughter's dog the other day, borrow someone's dog. Hey, say, Hey, I'd love to help you out a little bit. I can walk your dog for you. It's a connection. It's someone to pet and talk to and cuddle with. If you like animals, there are so many things that we can do If you listen to yourself and you acknowledge and don't run away and don't be afraid to sound weak or share your vulnerability, it's okay to tell someone how lonely you are. And it's okay to know it, embrace it, and don't be afraid to say it. You know, better out than in. If you keep everything in, it's unhealthy. You can eat it away. You can drink it away. You can find other ways to cope that aren't healthy. It's so much better to get it out and say the words and then come up with a plan and a way to strategize and work on your loneliness. So 
thank you for listening. I hope that this was helpful. If anyone wants to talk to me about anything that I shared today, feel free to reach out to me. And I hope you decided to do it on a Saturday because weekends are sometimes lonely. And that's another thing. Last little bit of advice. I say to anyone that I know that is single, I don't ever go into a weekend without a plan. Since Gary died, I've had two weekends in three years and three months that I didn't have any kind of a plan, only two, and I will not ever do it again. It was dreadful. I thought I was so brave. I'm good. I can relax. I can read. Horrible. So lonely. So find someone to take a walk with. It doesn't matter. You don't have to do anything big, but I strongly recommend having a plan, doing something on a weekend so that you don't have to spend it completely alone. So reach out, DM. I'm happy to DM and text if you're lonely. So you can do that or email me and none of us should have to do everything alone. So thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye. If you like what you're hearing and would like to work with me, you can reach out through DM or email at ellengschweitzer at gmail.com. Unlike many coaches, I don't have packages that I sell and people have to commit to three months of working with me. My feeling is people come session at a time. If you're finding value in our sessions and want to keep coming back, then you do. I help people with loneliness, developing healthy habits, self-esteem, and grief, or anything else that makes us human. Again, you can reach me through DM or at lngschweitzer at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to We Can Be Real. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be so happy and appreciative if you would leave a review wherever you listen. Like and follow the show and share it with someone that you think would enjoy it too. To learn more about the podcast and about me, find me on Instagram at ellenschweitzer underscore lifecoach or my website, ellenschweitzer.com. See you next week.